Well, I think that particular project is just symptomatic of a wider failure in terms of housing delivery right across the state. So um, I think there are, to, rather than describe the problem, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try and assist in describing the solution to this. Uh, some of our delivery problems are systemic. The system is too slow. It's too multi-layered. The processes are too unnecessarily complicated. Um, so one of the things we want to do if we have our chance at government is to rationalise and simplify that. We need to put pace in things. It's not enough to produce plans to set targets. You, you also have to deliver. Um, speaking of targets, the government's targets are completely out of whack. They know it, we know it. And we've dealt with now since the last general election and before a government that really hasn't appreciated the scale of the crisis, the level of need in our society for secure, affordable housing. And we need to change all of that. I hear the individual project. There's projects up and down the state. Promises have been made to people and they haven't been fulfilled. Now, Live 95 recently reported on an issue in Castle Troy. We know we need affordable housing. We know we need affordable rental. But we came across a situation in the Castle Troy area where approved housing bodies were purchasing in bulk, new developments that were being built on private lands, basically. Do you think that we're getting into a situation where approved housing bodies now are actually in competition with private buyers? Yes, that has been the case. And I know Castle Troy well. I used to live down there. I lived in Plassey Village, so I know I know that neighbourhood uh, very well, albeit from many years ago. Um, yes, I mean, when, when supply is so tight, it, it by definition you have not just approved, approved housing bodies, but... Uh, the wider population who are looking for a home pitched against each other. It's about supply. It's about producing more. The approved housing bodies, by the way, have to provide more and more social housing. We need that. We need strong public provision. But we also also have to have a situation where um, buyers, people want to purchase their own home, actually have a fair chance at that at an affordable price. So again, this comes back to get your targets right, get your uh, your resourcing right, get your decision-making processes, whether it's procurement, whether it's planning, all of that now needs to be overhauled, properly resourced, and we need to now start moving at pace. By the way, uh, I also think that we need to look at scaling up new technologies. A lot of the houses of the future, much of the construction will be done off-site. That's going to be a really exciting and very carbon-efficient way of... Uh, of building homes but yeah I hear I hear that I hear that dilemma you know people are you're, you're doing your best you're out of work if you're fortunate enough to put aside a deposit and that's a really big challenge and then you find yourself in a marketplace that's just starved of supply I'm very very sympathetic to that experience because I hear it every day what about we've seen today Peter McVerry, who would also be an approved housing body with projects in Limerick saying that, you know, there are 500 houses that they're due to be building potentially are in question now. Is this an example of, you know, us putting all of our ducks into the approved housing basket and putting pressure on them growing too fast and then they find that they're not able to actually deliver what they said they would? Yeah, well, so without commenting specifically on, on the McVerry uh, situation, it is true to say that we have expected a lot of approving approved housing bodies and other agencies that work with people in housing distress, whether it's homeless families or people facing the threat of uh, eviction. 
um, in rental uh, accommodation and we haven't always resourced them properly. The state needs to step up and build capacity and resource. And part of that capacity is also good governance. Obviously, when you're spending public money, you have to have transparency, you have to have uh, delivery. So it's a mixed basket. But overall, can I, can I just say, uh, I take my hat off to everybody uh, working in the approved housing agencies, working with, with families in distress um, who can't find a home, um, people who have either the threat or the reality of an eviction. And that's a lot of people across our society. These are deeply traumatic circumstances. And I think it's important to acknowledge the staff that deal with and support people on a human level to this traumatic human experience. Now, we need a government that matches that effort. We're here in a regeneration area, one of four regeneration areas in Limerick City. I mean, looking at a 10-year anniversary and of, of flooding that happened 10 years ago and looking at a community like St. Mary's Park, but there is the possibility they've been let down in terms of the infrastructure that's here. What would you do tomorrow to address the future so these people here are not consistently saying they're being let down? Well, the, the first thing is the matter of flood defence. I mean, we're almost 10 years on. And what was promised, the local people have told me repeatedly promised by government, has not been uh, delivered. That needs to happen now. We all know we're facing a climate emergency. We know that we will face and live the consequences of that uh, of that climate emergency. We saw episodes of flooding across the island in recent times. This community needs to be protected from that prospect. Um, I think also there is a job in supporting this incredible community in what they do best and that is developing their own community capacity i am horrified to hear that mary's aid that funding uh, is under question that there is even the prospect at the end of this year that funding will be pulled that the community development project is facing into a cut of 50 percent or more the money that you invest in community um is the smartest wisest money that any government and that the state will ever spend uh, because you support young people, older people, community endeavour for mental health, for people's physical well-being and for the well-being of the community. And it's small money. You know, these are small investments in the bigger scheme of things, but they are essential, particularly at a time when our population is growing, our population is more diverse. It, it, it is sensible not just desirable, really sensible to invest in in, in communities. So uh, I've been speaking with Morris Quinlevin, with Paul Gavin, with others, with our councillors uh, here uh, in Limerick. Uh, and we are going to obviously take a stand against pulling funding from these vital uh, projects. Just a couple of more questions. One would be along the lines, and, and again relating to this part of the city, criminality, antisocial behaviour, drug dealing are we at risk if we don't nip this stuff in the bud of returning to a time in Limerick that we do not want to return to? Well, absolutely. And, and let me just say, because I was a student here back in the day when, when the reputation of Limerick, it seemed, was uh, a bad one. I lived here. I never experienced anything other than an incredible city. I loved living here. And actually, when I was younger, again, my mother's from Tip, so... Uh, on the big days out to the big city would <laughs> a trip to Limerick City. This is an amazing city. But like any city, it needs care and attention. And like any population and any set of communities, you need to have support. We're people. And all of the things that emerge, all of the dilemmas around addiction, 
um, criminality, as you have said, all of those things uh, need to be addressed. So what does that mean? It means that you have adequate investment in the Gardaí, of course, community Gardaí, I think, in particular. But I come back again to the issue of investment in our young, in youth work, in developing people, supporting people. I think given the choice, this is my belief of human nature, given the choice of doing the right thing or wrong things, 99.9% of the population will do what's right and what is good if you have that opportunity. So let's give our communities and our societies those opportunities and let no Limerick person ever, ever just uh, meekly accept anything that badmouths this great city. That's, that's my view and my experience, by the way, of Limerick.